Hey folks, Sean here, and today what I want to talk to you about is how to measure the ROI or return on investment for your B2B SaaS product from the perspective of your customer. The reason why this is so important is because this is what's going to ultimately enable you to prove the value that your product can provide to your customer. That makes a lot of these other seemingly ambiguous concepts like how do I sell my product, how do I describe my product, how do I market my product, a lot more straightforward. You can make it very black and white if you're speaking to a specific problem and you already know what the negative impact of that specific problem is for the majority of your target market. That's going to make them feel like you're in their head, that you really get them. And if your website reflects the same and all your marketing material reflects the same, they are going to be compelled to at least give your product a shot. And then ultimately, if you live up to that promise, as in if you provide them with that return on investment, they're going to love your product and they theoretically are never going to give it up. They're going to continue to pay you to help them solve that problem in a better way. And this is also why I love building for businesses. Now, let's talk about how to measure it, right? Because this is something that should be quantifiable, which means you should be able to be relatively black and white about measuring this. Now, the two main ways in which I look to measure ROI is time or money. As in, are you going to save them time or are you going to save them money or help them generate more money? A lot of people will say time is money, and that's largely true from my perspective as well, too. And that's what I ultimately try to do in terms of getting that into a other version of something that's quantifiable. But either way, if you can measure the time savings or the cost savings or the potential to generate more revenue, that is the value that we're looking to quantify. So now in order to do this, what you're trying to do is essentially measure what I refer to as kind of like the lift or the delta, right? It's a difference between how they were doing it before and how they can now do it with your product and how that's improved. The difference between the two of those in terms of those three categories that I mentioned, right? It's really two, it's time and money, but it's ultimately how much time are you saving? And then how much is that translating in terms of cost savings or how much are you helping them in terms of generating more revenue? The difference between how they did it before and how they do it with your product, that's their ROI. And you should be able to measure that for them. They should ultimately be able to measure it themselves as well too. And that is the math that they're gonna do when they're determining you know, when times get tough or when they're trying to figure out what changes do we need to make, if we're cutting some budget, whatever, where are we going to look in terms of what to get rid of? Well, if your tool is providing a return, they're going to do this math. And if they can prove that they're getting a solid return off your product, yours is highly likely to not be cut. There'd be one at the top of the list that says it would be stupid to cut this one from our budget because look at this return that we're getting from this product, right? That should be baked into your product experience. In terms of measuring this, as you understand what the current experience is, you can measure that. I'll give you an example of my own product, the one that I'm building, my podcast show notes automator, podcastshownotes.ai. This product takes what was the previous experience for most folks, and that's listening to the entire episode in order to create a title, description, keynotes, quotes, and a bunch of other elements that are important for marketing and describing what your podcast episode is all about so that other people hopefully listen to it. Now, let's say your podcast is a half an hour that you've recorded. Podcast is a half an hour, then you're gonna to need to listen to more than likely the entire episode in order to do all those things. And then it might take you an additional half an hour at least in order to create all of those elements specific to that show, that episode. 
if that's the case, you've got at least an hour invested. And with whomever you're paying to do this work, that could be anywhere from $10 to $50 to $100. It really depends on your operation, right? So at minimum, if I'm expecting even on the low end, a let's say $10 an hour in order to do this work and taking you between one and two hours, that's going to cost anywhere from $10 to $20 per episode. Now, if I look at my product in terms of what I'm charging, my my one of my tiers starts at ten dollars and it ranges and goes up to thirty dollars. So I have a ten, I have a basically a ten, a twenty, and a thirty dollars per month. As in you can run multiple episodes through that. So from my product's perspective, and in terms of ROI, just from a cost perspective, in terms of what it may be costing them to do this work, they're paying probably at least $10 an episode, which is probably on the low end, 10 to $20 per episode to, to generate these notes now. And my tool costs between that range per month, as in their savings is going to be a multiple of that because for what they used to pay for one episode, now they pay for a tool to automate the entire process on a monthly basis. And they can run multiple episodes through that. So that is some of the hard cost ROI that I'm providing to them. Now, let's talk about the time savings because that's really what we're talking about here. I just added it up by describing for you a scenario where they might have a 30 minute episode and that might take them an hour of processing. My tool does this in minutes. On average and on the high end, it's less than five minutes on average. So what you're talking about is going from, you know, at least 60 minutes down to about five minutes. So that's greater than a 10x. ROI in terms of time. So now that I know this in terms of what the return on investment is for my target market customer, I can take this, I can put this on a website, I can describe this across social media, I can write articles about this, whatever, right? But this is an example in terms of how you measure the ROI for your target market customer because of the problem that your B2B SaaS product is solving. You need to be able to tell the story and at least in as great a detail or around as great a detail as I've just described how I can talk about mine in order for you to ensure your B2B SaaS product is in the best position to be successful. Hey folks, Sean here, and thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. If you did, I'd encourage you to also sign up for my free five-day email course about launching a profitable B2B SaaS application for less than $750. If you'd like to sign up for that course, you can do so at nextstep.io forward slash B2B SaaS.